Hello, welcome to our podcast on the practices of the Christian life that we have been walking through here at Redeemer, and particularly today on the practice of community. I'm Jen Sanders, and I'm so, so glad to be with you today thinking and talking about the practice of community, particularly through beauty and food. Some of my favorite things. So just as a reminder, when we think about community, we are practicing for heaven. That is what we are doing through our community. And we know from the scriptures that the new heavens and the new earth will hold both beauty and feasting. And we want to mirror that here. The psalmist in Psalm 27 speaks and shares that one thing I have asked and that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and behold his beauty. We were made to gaze upon beauty. Yet when we are grieving or in the throes of trauma, or just even the daily ins and outs of our life, we are often dull to our calling to bear and restore the image of God to create beauty in all domains of life. God declares the gospel in and through us to our world and to each other. And we are healed to become reflections of beauty in our world, causing others to glorify our Father in heaven. We need help from each other naming our griefs and our desires and doing the hard work of lament as a means of creating beauty out of the messes our lives have become. I have a dear friend who is an artist in town and some of you may know her, Casey Henderson. She is in the middle of a a new work and process. Um, She just recently has a new exhibit and it is called Rending. And it explores this idea of tearing. Um, you can even think back to when the curtain and the temple was rent um, when Christ died on the cross. And so what she does is takes a work of her of hers that she's already completed um, and she she may like it um, but also has this sense that it may not be complete, not quite finished. And she takes it off of its frame so that it's basically just this piece of art. Um, on a canvas, this fabric. And then she rips it and tears it into strips. And what she's left with is this pile um, that doesn't look very much like art anymore. Other than that, you can see some of the colors, the vibrant colors still left on the strips. And what she begins to do is to lay out these strips on a new canvas and 
begins to think about creating a totally new work of art um, from these pieces. And what she has shared is the process has been so impactful for her, even more than her finished work. And it seems to reflect what so many of us, really all of us go through with different things in our life, um, whether it be a loss of a relationship, person, a job, um, maybe it is sickness, um, mental illness or physical sickness that seems to leave us in pieces. And we are called ultimately to um, <laughs> believe that what the Lord does um, through um, the power of of the resurrection and his work in his in our world is he makes a new work. He creates something beautiful out of what feels like the the crumbles um, in our life. And this isn't a trite (laughs) process. Um, there is, there's pain and there is a wondering, um, and a longing often a how long O Lord, um, is involved in this. Um, and yet there is a curiosity and a hope and a belief that something beautiful can come from these pieces in our lives. And there is one recent work that Casey has been, um, has completed that, that began, um, from a work that was so beautiful and vibrant. And she, um, painted it after this, um, very communal and, um, rich, um, experience that she had. And then she reflected on these pieces, um, of beauty that were torn apart and really related, um, them to her own life, but also a dear friend or a friend of hers who had recently lost his wife, a young mom who left behind, um, just some, some sweet kiddos and a husband and really entered into this work, um, thinking of them and tried to put these pieces on this canvas and had this, um, desire on, in a lot of ways that they line up, that these pieces line up in some coherent way, but kept having to resist that because that wasn't what she felt she was called to and the work. And what happened as she put these pieces together and lined up, um, them in different ways, um, what emerged was kind of a, um, a hole in the midst of these vibrant array of colors. And, um, and it seemed to really reflect both, um, the beauty of a new season and to, to come out of grief and hardship, um, in this family's life, but also the whole that was still very present and real, um, left behind by this young mom and wife's 
death. And and I love Casey is hesitant, right, to want to put too much description and meaning behind exactly what these works of art um, depict. Um, and yet what her work and what the Lord calls us to is a deep, deep um, hope um, to turn our eyes and our attention towards towards a beauty that is bigger than us um, and that is created not, again, um, in spite of our, our griefs and losses and hardships, but as a direct product of them. And so we flourish as we are able to imagine and embody a new creation new works of art that God is creating through us. What's hard in our life is that there is a very evil presence that has every intention of subverting and devouring any and all goodness and beauty that we both witness and are seeking to create in our world. And one way that evil does this is by continuing to move us towards seeing ourselves and our world as problems to be solved rather than artistic endeavors waiting to be sung, sculpted, painted, and written as Kurt Thompson writes. It's at these places um, that we see all the problems in our lives and our world. Um, we can almost call them crossroads where we have the option to move toward or away from Jesus, where we can move toward or away from goodness and beauty. And we must look to those who've gone before us to be inspired to create beauty and goodness um, and we see so many of them in the scriptures. And it was no easier for them than it is for us to imagine a new creation in the midst of our trauma and shame. It requires us to attend to the moments in the past where wisdom was hard at work in the middle of trauma and shame. And also to imagine a future of beauty. And so we're called to daydream, daydream about beauty in our marriages that have seemingly crumbled. Imagine beauty for our children where they have been um, seemingly swirled into addictions um, or patterns of anger and abuse. Walter Brueggemann, um, an Old Testament scholar, says that Moses, Samuel, David, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Hosea, all had to reimagine who this God was that was dealing with them. For he was nothing like um, the gods that they had heard or encountered before. He met them in the middle of their afflictions 
but they had to be open (laughs) to a new way um, that he would bring hope and beauty because it was different than they were expecting. His response to the oppression of Pharaoh, the subjugation of Canaanite tribes, the exploitation by the monarchs of Israel and Judah, and the forced exile and enslavement by the Babylonians, where the people of God saw only trauma, grief, and hopelessness. Um, The Lord brought a new way forward. Eugene Peterson emphasized that the prophets, the prophets um, offered much of their um, hope to folks and their warnings through poetry and even embodied dramatic presentation. And in other words, it is not too much to say that they were artists that were addressing the people of their day. Jesus did this as well as he communicated in these stories and parables that created a sense of wonder and curiosity. He drew his disciples and followers' attention to things of beauty in the world to help teach them about the kingdom of God. Things like flowers and birds and mountains So what does this mean for us and our life here in 2023? How do we attend and be present and be drawn to the beauty that the Lord has intended for us to to sanctify us and to to help transform us? Um, One writer says that we need to put ourselves in the path of oncoming beauty. So how do we do that practically? Um, This is where I think hiking, um, prioritizing trips to the the ocean, um, prioritizing sunsets and um, moments to gaze upon the fireflies this summer are so critical and holy. We um, must make room to put ourselves, as the writer says, in the path of oncoming beauty and know this is what God calls us to. I think about how even in um, the concentration camps um, that Corey Ten Boone, one of our sisters of old, um, where she found herself and where she did this even in the concentration camps. She gazed out of the tiniest window and marveled at the blue sky and the birds. Um, She found um, delight in these creatures, these ants that made their way into her isolation cell. And, And so we do this. We attend. We intentionally move our focus, our attention, um, and, and look for beauty in our lives and around us. And this requires, um, perseverance. This is, um, difficult, um, in the middle of the hard and the busy of our life. 
And so we also look to scripture in this, that it is through perseverance that is that ultimately moves us towards hope, as Paul talks to the Romans. And we we dwell in the present. This is what beauty helps us do as we gaze upon that sunset. It's harder for us to dwell on the grief and anger and sadness and regret of the past or the fear and anxiety of the future. It is a tool the Lord intends to use to transform us. And we do this, we do this by dwelling, like the psalmist says, he longs to dwell in the house of the Lord and behold his beauty, not a not a fleeting passing by. Um and what we know about our gardens and homes and neighborhoods, there's a, a real tending that's required um, to, um, to, to see the beauty come to bear. And this is true for our larger systems and um, communities that we find ourselves in. And so we, we look we anticipate beauty, we persevere to continue to to seek it out in the middle of the hardest times. And then we dwell, we, um, and we keep crying out as the psalmist, that one thing that um, we desire, and that is what we will seek, that we will dwell in his house all the days of our life and behold his beauty. And we can do this um, through food as well. I um, know after my husband died, I um, lost my appetite. Food held no um, allure. And um, it was something that I had to do in some ways just in faith. I had to eat. And yet with time, and healing that has happened. Um, I have found delight in food again. And just like with beauty, um, we know there's a complicated relationship that we can have because we can look to beauty as an end of um, our hope. We can look to food oftentimes as an end um, for our hope as well. Um, And we know also in the scriptures, there's lots of seasons that um, the Lord has even called us to fast from this food. But at the end of the day, what we see in Revelation, when when Christ returns, when we are um, ultimately united and um, all those who've gone before us, and we will be in this new heavens and new earth, and there will be feasting. And, and he uses, the Lord uses this food analogies over and over again throughout the scriptures, um, this bread, um, right, that is our sustenance, and also um, that we would delight ourselves in the richest of foods. There is something in these tastes that we get to experience here on this earth that help give us um, a picture I mean, a true foretaste of what is to come. And the most amazing aspect of all of this is, is that we um, are being invited into this 
great beauty, this relationship with the living God, this feasting to come, and we didn't ultimately deserve any of it. In fact, we deserved the exact opposite. And it is so in in light of this that as we seek after beauty and food and enjoying it, that we recognize that we are called alongside our Lord to invite others in to this richness with us, Um, that we invite um, strangers, that we invite the least of these, that we even move towards those who are, who may um, initially um, we want to move away from, but we move towards them with beauty and goodness and food um, to bless um, because that is what we have received and are receiving and will continue to forever. Thanks so much for being with me um, for this slightly longer podcast than normal and um, look forward to enjoying um, beauty and goodness and rich foods alongside you in the days to come. Thanks so much.